Hey, you're just starting the Trek Off podcast now, so it's a good time for you to subscribe to a new podcast, too. The Totally Super Podcast is me and my good friend Arthur reviewing every single superhero movie ever made. That's right. It's called Totally Super. It's put out by Geeks Radio. It's like Trek Off, but for superhero movies. Maybe not quite so dirty, but it's still fun. So check out Totally Super. Search for it right now. Whatever you're listening on right now, whatever you found Trek Off on, just use that to find Totally Super and subscribe. Okay, enjoy Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we are taking a hiatus from our hiatus. Um, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. It's been almost a month since we've recorded, uh, as everyone is... Um, aware, aware, right? Um, you guys miss I, it so much. I know. I, I know have, that you guys at night you're like up and you just you can't sleep and all you can think about is why, why isn't there another trek off? <laughs> so I was thinking today about Ready Player One. Stop and <laughs> don't open this can of worms. <laughs> and I was wondering. I actually had a friend who like fucking texted me about it. My friend Cindy, because she does listen, and she listened to all of that. She hadn't seen it yet, and she hadn't read it, and she finally like got to listen to it. She she listened to the audiobook much like you, um, with Will Wheaton, which is perfect. And then she was like, "I haven't watched the movie yet." But I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree with Alexia. <laughs> I was like, yes. You know, I will. I will say this. Uh, here's here's the best reason that I suggest watching the movie, and this is this is um, my experience with the podcast that I listen to. Is Just that hate watch I, it. Is that I not even to hate watch it, but I I I, I literally now. Because I listen to a bunch of movie review bo- podcasts, I look forward to going to see the new movies that come out because, or new movies that are coming out on video, or even there will be a time where I'll see that like two podcasts have re- reviewed a movie. And so I'll rent it and I'll watch it. Um, if for no other reason, read the book, watch the movie, and then you've got like literally like 15 hours of audio entertainment coming your way. <laughs> Treka. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, <laughs> like that fucking the Super Bowl commercial. That really good one, like the Walmart commercial with all the awesome cars from like the I 80s know, and shit, fun? that was better than Ready Player One. Uh, I disagree. Although I'm interested. So eventually you're going to get to the theater to go see uh, to go see Captain Marvel. And oh, there's I want to see it so bad. Th- there's 90s nostalgia so peppered throughout the film. Yeah, um, I mean, the 90s is not as as, more, as appealing to me. But regardless, like I, I have to say I've... I've seen a couple trailers despite you know how i usually i usually don't um and i think i just i don't have the same um special spot of like for, uh, for wonder woman like that i have for wonder woman with captain yeah, sure. marvel so like captain marvel's I, a third tier character that nobody heard of before she was in a movie right so like i'm just the, free to like it you know what i mean like yeah. i don't have the, anything that's wrapped true. up in it at all like i don't I mean the way all- she looks the way she behaves, her story, none of it. I can just enjoy it because I don't have yeah. anything that the kid could upset me at. That I, unless it's a like just a poorly, horribly done film, which I hope it's not. not true. It's not. It's not great. I mean, I'll be honest. It's not great. It's not bad. It's middling. It's you know, I would say it's right around Thor one quality. Okay. You know, well, I'd say I like Thor one. So. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, like I'm saying, it's good. It's not great. You know, it's not it's not Infinity War or Winter Soldier or Black Panther, nor is it, 
you know, Thor 2 or The Incredible Hulk. It's it's right in the middle. And when you're dealing with a series like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right in the middle is just fine. It's it's, it's solid. Great. It, yeah, it's a it's a it's a solid popcorn film that is ultimately kind of forgettable, but it passes the time really well. And I, I and I took it with my boys. It gave me a chance to explain um, the the necessity for putting women in films like these. Um, because the Marvel, the Marvel audience is 45% women and 5% women on the posters. So that's yeah, so fucked up. Dude. So, you and know, I, and I gotta say, I've, I've, that, I've been watching some like older movies, like older eighties movies that I hadn't seen before, which is rare for me. Um, so thank you for voodoo free with that. That shit's fucking golden. Um, and like there are girls like playing video games in the eighties. I was like, I know I wasn't alone. <laughs> like, like playing games, going to like comic book shops, like doing geeky shit. And I'm like, I, I don't understand this perpetual, like. Well, and 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 people are like, like shitty with her immediately because she's like, I want to advance the cause of women and people. Oh, of color. I know that when I read about that, I was so whew, flames. Well, and again, it's face. it's all meme culture, right? Because the thing that people are mad at her about isn't even like something that she has done. No. And like, it's not it's, even something negative. Like it's not like she even came out and was like, fuck men and fuck the patriarchy and or anything like that. Like she simply said, there are many people who don't have the opportunity to get interviews with people at my level. And I want to change that. So well, I'm yeah, making and an so, effort. And people people like, have changed that, that around to go, I she doesn't want men and white she doesn't want white men to see the movie. Like Yeah, and I'm like, or she doesn't want to even talk to white men or blah blah blah. Like, wow, but they, how but they do think you she's get talking there? about who should come see the movie. She didn't even have a conversation about who should come see the movie. No. It's not even like, what she was saying or talking about. At it's all. Just, like I was like, how do you get there, man? That's such a leap. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, wow. no. I mean it's, it's so unfortunate. All, I think, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking to myself, I think it's important that this wasn't a great movie. Um, and and I'll tell you why. Wonder Woman was an event movie. It had to be an event. It was such a big deal that it was a big... And Black Panther was the same thing. It was like it was, it was an event movie set in Africa. It was meant to be a cultural milestone. I like that this movie is understated in all of that. I like this movie is like, yeah, it's a superhero. Yeah, she's female, but she's a superhero. Yeah, like, like the story could like like could literally be transplanted to be anyone. There mm-hmm. doesn't have to be. I I think the idea of I'm I'm loving that, and I'm loving that on Star Trek. I'm loving well, all the females. I'm loving the fact that they're yeah, all yeah. Here's the thing: the, complex the, you don't even, and different. And sometimes you're like, I don't know if I like that girl. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. it's that's the thing. Like, women are just people, just like guys. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and Michael, especially Michael Burnham, literally, she's so she's got a masculine quality to her. Um, I, I don't even know what that means. I that totally means disagree, it means that obviously. she it it means that she she does not exude your stereotypical feminine qualities as Hollywood would have you be, and and frankly, as as you know, she's certainly not a girly girl. Um, she's different because she doesn't wear a pink uniform. Like, what does that mean? Um, it means uh, it, oh, you're going to make me stand, stand over my words. Thank you for challenging me. And I think that it's important uh, that she 
is written in such a way that it's not about her being a being woman. A woman, it's not. Because, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is she's it's it's not her <laughs> trying on a new dress. It's not her. You know, she's not particularly emotive. It's not. It doesn't like. It doesn't matter. I mean, they they don't make she, it. They, she's they, not hear me particularly out, hear me out, hear me emotive. Out. I disagree it's, wholeheartedly with that statement. Oh, I would say that I would say that she is the least emotive person in the crew. But I think that has as much to do with the fact that she was raised on Vulcan. But I mean, I that would, it's everything to do with that. And she does it poorly, man. Like she does not. Sir. Yeah. She's but you know I what guess, I mean? She, I guess the she, point because is, though, she's full on human, just learning on Vulcan, unlike having some it's the Vulcan opposite. In her. Here's the thing. It's the opposite of what you complained about with Voyager. Right. I noticed that that the shows about men are not about them being men. Unless men, it's a, yeah. an episode about them being men. And I love male bonding episodes. And it's good to have those interspersed here and there. And sure. I lo- love that there has been some female bonding uh, with her and and, and Mary Tilly. Wiseman. Um, yeah. Like, I don't mind any of that. Yeah. Like, I definitely, but the more I watch the show, the more I have been thinking, like, this is what I wanted yeah. it to be. This is what I wanted that show to be. And it wasn't that. And it was instead this, like, lip service to women and, like, see, they're girls. So, pregnancy and girl stuff and relationship stuff and like get the fuck out of here it doesn't have to be a soap opera just because women are there like what the fuck is that shit like yeah, no, they're I, in a- Starfleet just like anybody else man like yeah, and that's, they and have that's Starfleet you can, problems and, and they've could, got personal problems just like dudes in Starfleet what yeah, yeah their personal problems are you know it's not like you have it, it's not like you had a bunch of, of men you know you know, dealing with you know inflamed prostates all the time, you know, it's like it, it's, right. it wasn't, it wasn't it's like, like they're a not bunch talking about dudes. how they're you know, like, they're, like I, I felt like Voyager like was busy talking about like how all the women on the ship is their cycles have synced up and like all they want babies and like men and like I'm like what the fuck is this shit? And I, this I don't show, know that they talked about all their cycles syncing up. I don't no, remember I know. That I mean, I'm obviously, I'm it's hyperbole. I'm just saying. I would, I would like, love to see that episode. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> like I would love to see the episode you deliberately would. designed to you piss you, would piss you love off. To see that episode it's just, that it's is just so called, you it's just and the episode would be called ready player one movie is better than the book and that's just the name of the episode <laughs> and in the episode it immediately it doesn't even mention ready player one that's just the title of right. the episode just to get and your it, angry start off <laughs> yeah and it says and it says uh the first line is as you know they're always having innocuous conversations to start off and they're like yeah i think that fashion models should absolutely play wonder woman and just go from there as the first <laughs> right, thing exactly. first thing that said first thing that said and then they they rush through and and somebody walks through and goes you know i hate the 1980s and they just walk by and then they talk about nothing but periods for the entire rest, <laughs> the of, the episode, rest of the episode entire, like and then what it ends today oh my god it's the worst and then oh my, ends, there's like a red alert going on i got to I got an issue though. I gotta yeah, go. I got my bay. own red cool. alert happening right now. Yeah, like <laughs> I swear then, that's. I mean, that is how that. Like I, like I said, it's hyperbole. I'm being obviously facetious, but like that's kind end, of how that right, show felt to me. They look right at the camera at the end, and they go, "This is why we're better than Kirk." Credits. <laughs> Credits. It's and like then, this then, is why it's like. Oh, I, I watched. Um, Oh, it was some sketch on. Um, and, oh, wait, wait! I'm not. I'm not done. I'm done. Oh, you're not even then, done with your horror fest. No, no. Then, then at the end, they they go back in time and get shot across the universe, and Padme Amadama Amadala is there, Stop. and just Padme has joined the <laughs> ship to talk about her cycle. 
Stop it's amazing. It. Get the fuck out of here. It's incredible. Like, I, I watched something uh, recently. I, th- I want to say it was an SNL sketch, and it was fucking great. And it was basically, like, all these movies um, about, like, it was a movie, like, written by men about women. And, like, all the guys in the meeting are like, yeah, man, that's spot on. <laughs> like, the one woman is like, what? <laughs> like, And it's, like, all of the tropey bullshit like it's just terrible and it was just really funny and it's like you have to accept at some point that like that shit's been going on that like people have been you know talking out out of class like they've been thinking they know some shit and they don't know some shit and it's like don't get those people in the room let's have the conversation let's get them part of the process and then you get discovery you know what i mean like I think that's how you get there. Like, I think it's by by actually having women present. It's about not just having men write episodes or maybe maybe they are. And then they just change the names. You know what I mean? And it's like, this is going to be this chick because like because we're also getting to see more of like, oh, whoa, and um, oh, robot chick. And I can't like, arm, oh, arm, I think we're going to see a lot of robot chick next. Episode. Oh, we are. Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm looking forward to it. All right. Um, well, let's let's so let's like hit- I just I lo- it is it is absolutely it is what I wanted Voyager to be. And it, yeah. what's crazy about it is it manages to do that without even having the captain be female. Like it's about just having women present in a, in a realistic way, in a way that they think they would be in Star Trek. And it's awesome. Like there yeah, was interesting. There, ha- there are no female captains yet. Even Georgiou's ship. It's a, there's a female admiral, but there's always been female admirals showing up. Still yeah, no female randomly. captains. Georgiou at the very beginning, but then no more. That's it. So, so, I am interested. I think like the show when the show ends, Michael's a captain, right? I mean, it's, it, that's maybe the I last hope, the last I mean, episode. Like maybe that's the it's her ascension. It's, I it's, don't know. I feel like the I honestly like from what we've seen so far, I feel like the way that like a tiny spoiler alert. So maybe skip a few. But I think that the way it has to end is actually with there being no Michael at all. Um, that that's I I hope not. It's not what like, I want. I, I don't want I, it to I, go dark at the very end. I I would really who said dark? No, I mean I think it has to end with there being, with her sacrificing. Like this is what I'm saying. Like in my brain, like this is this offshoot. There's a reason shit is fucked up that we've seen, because like there's also there's all this fucking section thirty one over the place, and I'm like. We never knew nothing about no Section 31. It was like, until like DS9, it was like, wait, what? Actually, and it's one of the problems I have. I have to admit, it's one of the problems I have that when like a DS9 shows up, they're like, Section 31, what's that? I've never heard of that. What is that? Mm-hmm. Section 31, that's amazing. No one's ever heard of Section 31. And in this, like, it's like- That's not even a thing. And, and this, it's just like, it's everywhere. It's, it's like, everywhere. Oh, Everyone knows what it is. Everybody like, knows what this black badge means. Like, like, seriously, more people know, more more people know about Section 31 than people on the East Coast know about In-N-Out Burger. I mean, it's, it's really- known like it's people know what section 31 is everywhere so, yeah and i'm and, and so here's what i'm saying so i think the way that this has to play out is that because section 31 is 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 kind of so powerful right now i think they're the reason everything's kind of fucked up they're the ones trying to fuck with the future and someone from the future is trying to fix it and that that someone is going to wind up being like maybe Michael or her role in things. And she has to be sacrificed in the timeline. Like they have to go back in time and she has to not have happened for some reason. Like her course, the course of her life cannot go the way it goes in order for things to turn out right. And that is a big sacrifice. And that's why once we get to the original series, 
Spock never talks about no sister. Like, there's none of that. There's no Sarek having a human daughter that he has some crazy Katra communication skill with. Like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, that's the way out, honestly. I think that's the way you uh, you manage th- to still tell this amazing story, which they are telling an amazing story right now. But then you manage to get things right because it, and then you wipe out section 31, which is not to say that they get wiped out, but just that they are actually so covert and so hidden and not as, as around as they seem to be. I mean, the only problem with that, of course, is that that we know that there's going to be Section 31 spinoff, but they could do like they do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where they like there's a big Section 31 is ul- you know ultimately destroyed. And now you have the ultimate covert Section 31 and that Section yeah. 31 the way, is one the, ship. The, the Section 31 that we know, like yeah. in in the real timeline, as we know it, like in DS9, where nobody's like. What are you talking about? So by the time they spin off, so by the time they spin off Section Thirty One, it's it's literally it's going to be Giorgio in command of a ship, and that is all there is. And that is all there is. Yeah, and she's rebuilding, and she knows that they got too big for their britches, that they were doing too much, they were meddling too much, like, and she keeps that shit fucking stealth on lockdown, and that's why nobody knows what the fuck that is. By the time we get to DS Nine, it's like Starfleet would never do that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. that works for me. That that really does work for me. Well, let's talk. Let's let's jump to it then. Um, because it's gonna be a bit of a shorter episode this week. Cause I gotta yeah. go back and keep making a movie, guys. I just yep. gotta keep doing it. He's gotta keep doing it. Cancellation. All right, so here's here's the deal. Uh Spock. Um, I had such an emotional reaction to Spock being there and talking and stuff. And I have had not as many misgivings as you, but, and I'm just going to put you it can. right out there, but I've, I've had some misgivings about the idea of yet another person playing Spock. Um, yes, I am precious about Leonard Nimoy, but not as precious as you about it. Nope. But I sat there next to my wife who had been traveling and she just came back. Mrs. J is sitting there next to me and I had been shooting a movie all weekend long and we like finished at like 845 on a Sunday and she was going back out of town at like 430 in the morning. The next oh, day. Rough. And she's gone all week until the day we start shooting this week. So I don't see her for like like two and a half weeks straight. Like I'm seeing her like two, three hours at a time. And, you know, we had new Star oh. Trek. So we were watching that. And I sat back and I had such a feeling of joy that for and it was different with Sarek because I wasn't that excited to see Sarek. Like it was, it was easy to go. Oh, why is Sarek here? This is bullshit. Why do we don't need Sarek, <laughs> man? Who cares? It's just Sarek. But then we get to Spock. Like, why we got to insert this shit? Come yeah. on, man. But suddenly I'm sitting on my couch with a vodka tonic in my hand, which maybe affected my opinion. Um, <laughs> and with my wife, who I hadn't seen, watching just a new adventure with Spock. A Spock adventure, and it's it's about the cage, which we'll talk about next week. But but we're watching. Oh, seriously, if you have not seen this episode eight, season two, episode eight, yeah, we're gonna spoil it a little bit now. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. spoil it a tiny bit here, but we're gonna yeah. spoil the shit out of it next time. And we're not gonna we're not gonna be waiting a long time. Like and we got, I, I am chomping at a bit to talk about this, and so is he. So we are. It's gonna happen. Okay, but watch it. Just we watch are gonna it. tear it definitely the fuck watch apart. It. De- watch it definitely watch it if yeah, look if you're gonna hate it you'll love hate watching it and if you're gonna love it you're gonna oh, love watching you're gonna it. love so it in any so case much. i can't watch it's, it it's hard for me to imagine 
a situation where you're watching that episode and you're bored. You won't be bored. Whatever you feel about it. Yeah, you're going to be angry. You're going to be really happy. You're going to be one of those yeah, two. I, I don't think you're middling about that episode. It's going to pass the time. Like, if you if you got 45 minutes to burn, you're not going to go, wow, that was really boring. Uh, that's not going to happen. Um, <coughs> but uh, let's talk about Spock, because here's the deal. I was sitting there but, with her. I was yep. overcome with this feeling of joy. Just going, I'm sitting on my couch watching Spock on TV. I'm watching Spock on TV. What, what a world we live in. <laughs> it's just, it's, <laughs> You're always so funny about that stuff. And you know what's interesting is, like you said, I unlike you, I w- was um, much more worried, much more concerned, much more like, ah, not another Spock. Stop. Please don't do this. And I have to say, um, this actor, whoever, uh, whoever he is, um, and maybe the beard helps because he doesn't have to look as much like Spock as I understand him. Um, but he's fucking good. Like he converted me, man. Like I, I like him better than than Zachary Quinto. Yeah, let's talk briefly about Quinto. Um, and I'll tell you, in fairness, I think to some extent, he's been given much more to work with than Quinto. No, like, I think that Quinto's had an opportunity. I think Star Trek 09, certainly Quinto had a lot to work with. No, uh, I mean, here's the thing. Beca- think about the tone, the tenor, the 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 way the the films have been done for the most part, except for the last one. And you're not getting the same nuance he he's not given the same opportunity to to like i feel like this guy has managed the reason that i think like first of all he's he's obviously put the work in um that's that shows um and it's like this slowly opening bloom you know what I mean? And maybe it's part because they like take the time to kind of slowly acclimate you to it as well. And that's what I was going to say um, is I think that that's really real. But saying, like I, he, I turned, when, he, oh, when he opens his mouth for the first time and speaks lucidly. Yeah, I'm you're with down. him. So and I think that's uh, what I said and to Mrs. J was. Speaking, hold on. Like, even my when, turn. What I said sorry, to Mrs. J sorry, was so was was that that about the acclimation thing is that it was really smart of them to put a beard on him really smart yeah. of them to have him be an and they ep- called it out thank you for that yeah episode like because if they episode, didn't i would have been annoyed <laughs> where where you don't have to accept him as spock and where his relationship is completely unlike anything he's been and he's a little bit unhinged and it's like if they had just come in the way they did with pike and they're like here's spock i think that we'd been like oh boy but instead you just have time you, we've had like you do and they also he's in crisis and i think that matters like because it gives us because you were like you were saying and like maybe partly how i feel right now is because this this you know, shit you said earlier about like we don't really know what spock was like that much during the the pike years Except like he have, was clearly more emotional. If you watch the cage, yeah, like if you watch the like clearly the, the, he's smiling in it, and obviously we know, like meta knowledge wise, that that was a pilot, and then they were like, yeah, we want. But it, it always but bothered me, like changes. because you know I wanted to be yeah. one world. It always bothered mm-hmm. me that Spock was why so is he emotional. Smi- why? Yeah, why is he smiling? Like it's not so. He's that's really the only moment 
Like well, he's also not. When he's, he gives his, he delivers his lines like this very much. He's yelling, you know, and I could see that like. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? A little bit. Like I just, it. I just watched it. So I have no, I'm it's, like, he's, I don't know he's what you not, He's not the cool collected Spock that we got to know. Like he's, he's a Spock in transition. And so by saying, hey, he was in fact a Spock in transition. Um. I think it's yeah, brilliant. like it's kind of a, like they, like they had a they had a place where they could go, um, to to make it work and not not make me that angry. Well, and like I think they yeah, had there, a way. There's and a they, reason and they I did think, it just right. I think <laughs> I think there's a reason that we have all fallen in love with Chris Pine's Kirk and not as much with Zachary Quinto Spock. And I think the thing is, is that um, there there's a saying in in acting that is basically postulates that you should um learn it and then forget it is that's the idea um this guy clearly did the research he doesn't remind me of leonard nimoy at all actually oh he does me um, but here's enough. the thing neither did chris pine remind me of william shatner oh but he did me uh eventually because it's because it's an essence thing that's here's what the I'm thing like, that's, the that's thing. what i mean like he he does not because he looks like him not because like he almost sounds a little bit like him in a way and maybe it's like a transference but i'm saying it's because he's got the that essence like even when he's when he's lucid and he's talking to michael and he's like i'm not (coughs) going to absolve you michael like that's not what this was about you know what i mean and he's just very spock about it you know what i mean and (laughs) well i mean but there's a sort of an undercurrent of hurt and upset like when you see what she did to him like you get it um and even though he's like, no, I understand what you did. Like, I'm smart enough to grasp what you did, right? And, but it doesn't change anything. I think that's such an interesting choice. Yeah, no, Spock's an asshole. Um, and it occurs to me, it occurs to me. <laughs> he's, no, well, it occurs to me no, that the is, reality he's an absolute, is. He's a, he's a total dick, but that's the thing. Everybody, no, he's not. Everybody's a dick to someone. I mean, really, every there are people that is I that I can be as warm and friendly. To, that there are people that if they came up to me right now, no matter how nice they were, I could be like, "Look, we can call it water under the bridge, but we're not friends," you know. And I, you think you would see me act in a way that would be totally unfamiliar to you. And I'll bet there are people in return that like everybody is addicted to someone. And Michael is the person who really, 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 really hurt Spock. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I guess maybe it doesn't occur to me that way. Like, he doesn't occur. Although, like although like, I will say this, and again, I got, I got to say this. Um, I think that they played it up so much. She called him a freak once, and I kind of wanted it to be more than that, because literally, I've, I've said worse things to my siblings, and I've seen my kids say like, "I want to kill you." <laughs> Like, like, like she called him an older sister, called her younger brother a freak once when she was a teenager. And that our weird little half breed like that is maybe not enough for Spock in adulthood to continue to to like, I don't speak of her. Um, I it That's was, why I'm saying that it, it's enough for there to be a rift now and for that to make sense to me. But it's not enough for him to never mention her in the original series. So that's why I think it has to end the way I said. Can I say this? Is um, there But do you, do you, I will say this that I I felt like I was expect like I I don't think there's anything they could have done that would have been like, oh yeah, totes. Cuz I don't feel like it was just that one 
like, first of all, they did a really good job. Like, I loved that they kind of did a back and forth with the older them and young them. That was cool. Doing it. I thought that was a really good choice because um, it anchors it. And, and like, it gives, like, because even the, the best child actor, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have the experience to bring. Um, and, and it gives you the, like, the, the tinge of the old pain, right? Like, it's, it's such, it was a really beautiful choice. Um, and I think that it was more about the whole exchange. And that was just like the, that was the, 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 the proverbial, you know, stick that broke the camel's back or whatever. That was the, the final blow. It was all of it. You know what I mean? It was, it was, I don't want anything to do with you. You're horrible. Why would I like you? And then she leaves. Like, think about it. Like, you're talking about your kids, right? Like, yeah. Our, my siblings and me, like, we've said horrible things to each other growing up. And there are, you know, certainly closer with some of my siblings than others, right? Um, But, like, she said that shit and then she left. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a huge difference between, like, saying some fucked up shit and then, like, tomorrow you guys wake up together and everything. You know what I mean? And you get past it. Or, so are we thinking that she never ever came back? Was that she it? She didn't. No, because remember, he like in, as as far as it looks, she says that she leaves. The red angel visit him. She's rescued, but I get the impression that she that like she gets rescued by her parents, but then she like keeps her distance from him, and then like immediately leaves as soon as she can. Yeah, like, but like she was there still for years. You know. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's a, again, it's splitting hairs. It's it's fine. It was not. It was not the the groundbreaking. You know, I was not like, oh my gosh, she said that, um, or she did that. Yeah, I, but but look, it's a it's a it's a minor stumble in in. Again, these showrunners were stuck with the fact that this was their relationship. Now, I I will say this: I am continually bothered, and I got to say, by the the perpetual forgetting of cyborg believe it or not i need <laughs> he's never been mentioned anywhere since star trek 5 and i just feel Before like or since yeah i feel like you know having amanda or spock or someone shout out to sarah sarah you know you're already estranged from one son do you want it to be another and like or something you know what i mean you know we do not mention cyborg and that's it and i actually think that if we establish a Vulcan custom that you don't me- that someone is like excommunicated from your thoughts and memories and, and you don't speak of them. Um, if we establish that and we establish that by saying Cybok and, and go, go, you know, our custom, we don't speak of him after what he did. You know, I think you would actually go a long way to why Spock would never mention her. And you could do it by planting the seed by this is why Spock has never, ever also mentioned Cybok and why Sarek has never mentioned Cybok and my Michael has never mentioned Cybok and Amanda has never mentioned Cybok. You know, I think that you could use well, the, the never mentioning of Cybok to lay a seed as to the reason why. I do think it would be a good idea to, lay, to, to say to do something to mention the, the never mentioning of Cybok. I, yeah. I think that would be a very quick easy thing to throw in there that would just be good that then you um, could reference later i don't know if that's Mike. enough because she again unless she and i don't want this like what i don't want is i don't want her to fall 
in such a way that she is excommunicated from all their minds and from their you know hearts or whatever. Holy shit! What and if she is excommunicated from his mind? Hold on, they're telepaths, and Section Thirty One wants to f- fuck around with his mind. That's true. That's an just- interesting. That would be a really interesting way to go if they if they essentially did. Uh, Forgeticus. What's the what's the spell? Um, <laughs> Forgeticus. <laughs> what's the spell from? It's not that's my absolute, joke. That's the name of it. It's, it's not my joke. It's it's a Kevin Smith joke. I don't want to. I don't want to steal his joke. But um. Oh, but really uh. Funny. But the you know the spell from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking. Yeah. What if what if like she is removed from no, his mind? No, because the I mean the the foundation they've let they've they've laid right now, and so I would be annoyed by that because the foundation they've led right they've laid right now is that the reason she breaks him out of there. God, spoilers, everybody! I said we weren't going to do this, but um, is because they were going to basically just rape his mind of all its facts and leave an empty husk. Which is not the nuanced thing that you're fucking talking about. Well, like, I'm not saying that that, that is now, a relatively I, saying, easy thing I'm to do. In the next, but not it, something anybody could have imagined. Like, wait, what? But you now have <laughs> both the Vulcans. You have three three different people who could do it: the Vulcans, Section Thirty One, and now the Telosians. Spoiler alert! Um, uh, all of whom, dude, why did you do that, uh, you dude? They're it. in the trailer for that for the episode. For so many people, they're in the trailer for the episode. So, so yeah they are they absolutely were. i said i said so anyway the, the <laughs> you you have you now have three i mean look they're gonna land on beta z next episode i don't know like it's like there's any number of people who could go who to go for this to be necessary for for x to happen we must remove her and i could see spock you know doing almost like you know well do- that's why i said if but to me it needs to be um not because she's done a bad thing or like because I what wh- that's why I'm saying I feel like the way that this ends that Michael is awesome and we get to remember her is awesome um is that it it has to be this sacrifice for the greater good of whatever the fuck is going on right now because we've got time travelers trying to fix oh, things it'd be from, so great you know can you I mean? can you imagine like I for her having to make that sacrifice because that is the only thing that will repair this timeline. I don't right? feel like I, I love don't that they're like talking arc, about this timeline. I love that that I, they have that they've said that. I don't feel like her arc is an arc that necessarily um ends in her in her self-sacrifice or death. I don't want that. And I do like that sometimes but not for her. I feel like like her ascension to being a captain to to being her most actualized self the final episode of discovery being that she's finally the captain of the of the ship and everybody trusts and respects her enough to let her be the one in charge and she's like let's go see what's out there and she's a starfleet captain now after everything she's been through in full touch with her human and vulcan self i think that would be awesome but i do would i do think it could be a really and i love episodes like this i mean it always gets me it got me on deep space nine when they erased Kern's memory it got me that episode of angel where buffy shows up i will remember oh, you God, like it's, i fucking it's, hate that episode uh, i mean i love that episode but i hate that episode so i could absolutely see uh, you know michael i do not wish to forget you i will never forget you spock but you will remember me alone and then something happens and you know his eyes open who are you and she goes 
just another Starfleet officer. And she kind of walks off. A tear rolls down her cheek. And he looks back one one last time over his shoulder to make you think, does he remember? And that's all you ever see. That's all you ever get. Like, that's like, like, like I would roll a tear if it was done. Oh, right. I would too. But it would have to be, it would have to be for a reason, not just because. Oh, yeah. No, not because it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Right. That's what I'm saying. Which, they didn't which serve still- tacos. Let's erase our memories. Right, which still serves as a sacrifice. That's what I yes. mean. Like it's not necessarily a sacrifice of her life, but it is her life as she knows it. Yeah. It's that- a sacrifice of who she who she was, right? Of her growing up. No, her I don't family. mean she forgets. She remembers it's Spock who Spock who has to sacrifice. Right, but she can't go back to it. Yeah. It's gone for her. Yeah, that's I think a, that's-, that's a huge sacrifice. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like and it's it's it and it it's a it's one that allows uh to keep that keeps the the original series intact so i'm okay with that like it doesn't have to be a sacrifice in her death or non-existence per se so i want to say this this is i uh, also i think that's a great i think that's a perfect solution you've come up with it's horrible it's heart-wrenching and it's a sacrifice but like we still get to have a michael burnham in the very star trekky it's a star trek thing too so Here's the other thing that I love. Um, I could be okay. I could be all right with that. Yeah. Um, this is and and because it's now been established, this is absolutely the same continuity as the original Star Trek. Um, oh yeah. Because because the the episode starts off with you know previously on Star Trek. Um, yep. I, Which I fucking I gotta tell you. So every time I will, this is the last thing I'll say about it because we actually got to wrap it up. But um, I I will say this. What I was I've been because I was binge watching actually because I. Had, because you and I weren't able to be recording, so I was like, I don't want to get all excited and like to be able to talk to him about it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not watch it. And so like I haven't been, and then I like binged it because like, ooh, we're finally gonna talk. It's gonna be great. And I binged it all, and I was, I had always been annoyed with CBS All Access because it was like, oh, I don't want the fucking recap. I know what happened. Even like. The only time I'm going to need that is maybe between seasons, man. Come on. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. We're in like 2019. Hello? Like we could skip recaps. We can skip openings and Netflix. They what do you guys have doing? pauses for commercial breaks on this show. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Do. So like, um, I, I have it now. Um, I just added it on to our, my prime because at least the prime has some better features than the CBS all access app does. Um, So, and I was like, that was one of the features. Like I could skip the recap and I could skip openings and stuff. And I, I said, I don't skip the opening because I like seeing how they change it um, as things are happening in, in the the timeline um, in the story. I think that's kind of cool, but I do skip the recap because I don't fucking need that shit. I just watched it. Um, But that time, because of the way it came up, on the screen, it wasn't the normal previously on Star Trek. They like had the old font and everything. I was like, huh? And I watched and I was like, what? What? What are they doing? <laughs> like, I was like so excited. I was like, and it's it sucked because Mister A couldn't watch it with me. He's uh, he's had to work a lot, so you you know how it is. Um, and I was like. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like I was, I, I mean, I'm looking at the dog and the, the cat being like, "You guys, do you see?" <laughs> like, uh, I think it's gonna be amazing. Um, I, I think that that you know, I said this to you, and I'll, I'll make this one of my final thoughts uh, too. That that I know you're binge watching it, but I said to you, we talked offline, um, or, or 
like last week. And I said that I kind of like that it's you can't just binge it. They're not just dropping it. And you have to wait a week for it um, because it's like this little gift on Thursdays that I'm <laughs> yeah. that I'm digging a lot. Like it will be I have other shows that I'm watching or watching trying to work our way through uh, through the flash from last season. Still, we're like we're working our way through. And it's like we go. I We never watch it on Thursday because there's always something going on, on Thursday. But like this last Sunday, we're like, what can we watch? Oh, there's a new Star Trek. <laughs> and that's so like, cool. Wait, there's a new Star Trek. Like, yeah, I don't, no, I I don't want that. it to have dropped. And then I would watch it all over the course of a week. And then I don't have it for a year. Um, I kind of like that I have it every week for like four months. That, yeah, you know how I am, though, man. Like I was annoyed that there wasn't there wasn't an next episode right away. I was like, "Come on now." I know, but you know what? I would prefer waiting between the episodes to watching all the episodes and then waiting another year. Like, I'm, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I do. Like, I feel because like, it feels like it's kind of going I'm on right up. now. It's going on right now. We we're, we're just in the we're in a long commercial break. You know, like there's a there's a new one coming out in 48 hours. I can't believe it. I can't. I still just can't believe that we live in a world where this is the case. I, I, I can't. And when when they show that first episode of Picard, I'm just gonna be like, "No way, this isn't happening." Yeah. I'm like, "No fuck, I can't way. die now." Um, <laughs> well, damn it! Now I can't die. I need to see this. Yeah. Then I can die. I mean, but- th- you know what's gonna be amazing? Because it's supposed to come out in the fall. If the Picard season is happening when episode nine comes out, I might try and time it. So that I get to watch a new episode of Picard like two hours before I get to see new Star Wars. I think that that I might just do it just so <laughs> I could, so you know, silly. I'd be like, yes, all the things <laughs> made all now. the good stuff. <laughs> all the things. I won't watch Dark Phoenix until then either. So I can watch Dark Phoenix that morning. X-Men 2. All the things that I wanted are mine. <laughs> <laughs> the world is, I'm the only one. People are like, there are millions of people. It's making like a lot of money and you, your $9 is barely enough. No. It is all <laughs> it's for me. Only me. <laughs> all these, all those people in the credits, they did it for free. Well, their credits, their contracts just say, so Justin can have this on this December, cold December morning. <laughs> this is all for him. It's all coming out around December, you say? See, it's for my birthday. That's what's really going well, on. Well, Star sorry, Wars guys. comes out in December and um, stuff. Yeah, it's always, it always comes out for my birthday. Like, so sorry to burst your bubble there, man. That shit's for me. <laughs> so, hey, last thought before we go. Anybody listening, we always have something to plug. And just like that, we do now as well. Um, hey, what are you doing uh, around the weekend that Avengers comes out? Um, because if you don't want to go see Avengers... <laughs> What you could, if that's not what you want to do well if you if you're like i don't want to see avengers endgame uh you could come to the washington dc convention center on the weekend of april 26 to 28 2019 uh to to see uh trek off live at awesome con uh because here's the thing it's gonna be in the theaters you guys yeah. right like there's no reason you can't a do both by seeing it in the theaters like a midnight showing before any of Awesome Con and then go to Awesome Con like a real fucking geek or <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I mean it's going to be in the theaters and we're only going to be there for that time. 
that short time. And and if you there. don't want to just see us, we should be enough for you to spend a whole weekend at Awesome Con. But we should. You could see really Amy should. Joe Johnson, the Pink Ranger. You could see Anthony Michael Hall from The Breakfast Club. You can see Carrie Elwes from uh, The Princess Bride or Brent Spiner from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, hey, go check out Chris Sarandon from The Princess Bride. Uh, also, you could check out Creed from The Office. Uh, you could uh, check out uh, Danielle Pennebecker, uh Killer Frost from Flash. You could see Gates McFadden go to Dr. Crusher. You could, uh, if you decided say, to- say, why are you bearing all the Star Trek leads? Yeah, like- I know. You, you could see Jason Isaacs, who was the captain last season on uh, Discovery, end up from Harry Potter. I uh, see John Bernthal, uh, the Punisher, or John Barrowman uh, from Doctor Who and Flash, uh, good old um, Jack Harkness. Not, uh, not check- Flash- uh, Arrow. Oh, Arrow. Sorry, yes. Kelly Kelly LeBrock, <laughs> 80s icon. Kevin Sorbo, the original Hercules. Uh, you could uh, spend some time meeting Lou Ferrigno uh, from the old Incredible Hulk series. Hey, you want to meet Matt Smith, former Doctor Who? Uh, you could also go see uh, Marina Sirtis, Counselor Troy. It's going to be there. How Hello. About, <laughs> how, about, how about Mike Coulter from uh, Luke Cage? Luke Cage is Michael Bean. Uh, Kyle Reese himself. Oh, Mary McDonald from, uh, from Battlestar Galactica, the president. Uh, see Oscar from The Flash. You could see Ralph Malchio, the Karate Kid, Phil Lamar from Mad TV, Sergeant Slaughter is going to be there, guys. Uh, you could you could see Susan Egan, the voice uh, the voice of uh, many Disney characters. Uh, you could see WWE uh, legend Sting, Timothy Zahn, who created Admiral Thrawn and wrote the Thrawn trilogy, Tara Strong, uh, who is the voice of uh, of so many people out there, Theo Rossi, uh, also from Luke Cage, the bad guy, and also from Sons of Anarchy, uh, Wallace Shawn, hello, Quark! Uh, Val Kilmer, <laughs> Batman himself, Johnny, also William Zabka from uh, from the Karate Kid. Will Wheaton is going to be there, and the legendary Tim Curry. But you know, Trek off will also. Oh, and the ten year anniversary screening of Ninjas vs Zombies also happening that season. Yeah. So hey, guys, so, there's like all this cool stuff there. And us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All those people and us come to Awesome Con and then come see us perform and Washington, D.C. come see DC. us. Come see us in the flesh. Yeah. We'll be, we like it in the flesh. We do not have our... Um, oh, and I think uh, Weird Al Yankovic was supposed to be there, but I don't see him on there anymore. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic is going to be there, say, too. I'm pretty sure he's still going to be there. So, so, yeah, Weird Al also going to be at awesome con uh you can also see us we'll we we don't have the date we don't have our slot we don't have our slot yet yet. as soon as we have our slot (laughs) we'll tell you where to find our slot we'll tell you where to find it (laughs) here's our slot just look for it it's amazing it's incredible my name is justin true my name is justin my name is alexia slot off (laughs) no, <laughs> track off. You just listened to the Trek Off podcast, and now you're thinking, gosh, I'd like another podcast to listen to. Well, I have a suggestion for you. How about the Totally Super Podcast? That's right, the Totally Super Podcast. Look up Totally Super Podcast, where you can listen to reviews of every superhero movie ever made. That's right, we're working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the DC Universe, things like Batman, or Kick-Ass, or Doctor Horrible, or The Crow, classics like Superman. We've done a ton, and we're going to be working our way through every week or so, where you can listen to us review every superhero movie ever made. You want to do it. Go over to Totally Super Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.